Welcome to Clarity to Launch, the podcast. I'm your host, Natanya Bravo, founder of the Bravo Life, business and mindset coach, and a woman on a mission to help you acknowledge that internal whisper and gain the clarity you need to launch a life you truly love. Years ago, I followed my own whisper and took a leap of faith, leaving behind a six-figure salary and everything I knew to fulfill a one-day dream of moving to Paris. That one tough decision led me to creating a seven-figure business, marrying the love of my life, and helping thousands of women use their passions to uncover their purpose and create the income and impact they were born to. It all boiled down to one decision. Was I going to keep telling myself one day or make today day one? Now it's your turn to decide. Clarity to Launch is here to give you the tools you need to guide you along the way. All you have to do is decide. So are you ready? It's time to launch the life you were born to live. Hello and welcome back to Clarity to Launch, the podcast. Today, I want to talk about reverse engineering your goals. We often set goals in all different areas of our lives, but especially when we're thinking about our professional goals, uh, especially for those of you that are business owners, we often set these goals of, I want to make this much per month, or I want to start my business, or I want to get my first client, or even unrelated directly to business. I want to be able to live abroad or all these different things, right? And we often, the first question we ask ourselves is, what do I need to do? How do I do it? What are the steps? What's the strategy? How do I hit 10K months? How do I get my next five clients? How do I create a course, right? We all are so focused on the how. And something that I have learned to lean into a lot more and actually been able to accelerate the time in which I'm able to accomplish goals is to stop asking myself, what are the steps I need to take? How do I need to do it? But instead, who do I need to become? Who do I need to become to already shift my identity to be in the space of someone who's already hit that goal? How do I need to think, right? To to shift the way that I think about myself the way that I think about my business, the way that I think about the work that I do, to step into the version of Natanya who's already done it. I'm not trying to do it. I've already done it, right? And so some, I want to give you some examples of what this has looked like in my own life, in my own business, and maybe this will help you as you are thinking about your own goals. Listen, I love strategy just like the next person, but what I will say rapid growth comes from is really already shifting the identity. And then the strategy and the how becomes so much easier. It almost like falls into your lap as opposed to when it feels like you're trying to run uphill, right? Like, how do I do this thing? I don't even know how to do that. I've never done before that. I've never seen before. How, 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 how we're coming from a place of lack. We don't have the tools. We don't have the answers. And so we're trying to invent something that literally doesn't exist. For example, one of my first goals in business, as many people are, I I often do discovery calls with potential clients. And one of the first things they say is I want to hit 10K months, right? And so usually you're looking at, well, how do I hit $10,000 a month? How do I make a six-figure business? How do I become a full-time entrepreneur? And so we start to look at all the different strategies that are being thrown at us, do this, launch this type of thing. Instead of if I was already making 10K months, what decisions would I make? How would I show up on these discovery calls? How would I show up in rooms of people where when I'm not making 10K months, I might feel inadequate or insecure, but if I'm already doing it, 
my energy is a lot different. And as a result, the opportunities that come to me are a lot different. It also is so important to find examples because there are so many different ways to do everything. I remember when I was first looking at wanting to move to Paris, it was like, how am I going to move to Paris? I don't speak French. I don't learn the language. I don't know where to live. I don't know anyone there. I don't have enough money. All these, I don't, I don't, I don't. Instead of stepping into the person who's already decided she's moved to Paris, it's happening, it's done. How would that person show up, make decisions, ask questions? What would they be embodying? So as some of you may know, one of my current goals in my business is to make a $100,000 cash month. I've had $100,000 sales months and higher, but I'm talking about cash collected in the bank with a significantly high profit margin, right? So not that I made $100,000 cash and then 60% of it went to expensive. That's not what I'm looking for. That's not what I'm manifesting right now. And so I could go through all the how, 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 which I have, right? Because we it's just automatic. I think it's a natural response to go into how am I going to do this and how am I going to do that? And what's the right strategy? What's the right technique? But honestly, I think the biggest shift for me has been in the last month or so stepping into the person who's already doing it. I have a whiteboard in my office that says I make consistent $100,000 months with ease and joy. I see that every morning. When I am, I was just having a, a call with a couple potential clients recently, and I started to ask myself, how would the person who's already making $100,000 a month show up to these calls, right? And so we can all look at different strategies. And I remember the first time that I significantly raised my rate for private coaching, I was terrified because we're told charge your worth, charge your worth. But like, honestly, how do you charge your worth? <laughs> like I'm not selling myself, right? But I am offering an opportunity for transformation. And so then it's like, okay, I need to step into embodying the transformation that I provide my clients. I still am human. I've got some, oh, but what if someone thinks it's too high? What if when someone has a judgment around me for raising my rate this much? What if, what if, what if? And I remember the first discovery call I did after significantly raising my rates with my private clients. And I, for days before, was sweating bullets. Like, okay, I'm going to do it. This is going to be the, the number. I was practicing it in my head. Because, you know, at the end of the day, if you're not confident in your pricing, no one else is going to be confident. So I was trying to psych myself up. And something that helped me shift into the person who already was selling at that rate, making the amount of money that I wanted to make per month, was I actually reached out to someone very far ahead of where I was in business at that time. And I was genuinely interested in private mentorship with this person. And I remember sending a message and getting a message back very like, not even in a rude way, but just straight to the point, matter of fact, my one-on-one -on -one coaching, I want to say it was about $30,000 a month. Now, let me be clear. What I was raising my rates to at the time was nowhere near $30,000 per month. Oh, and she had a wait list, right? <laughs> so it was $30,000 a month. I think a minimum six month commitment. And on top of it off, she had a wait list for like the next six months. And Something about that exchange had a click for me. If this person can do it, I can do it. And I'm not here to just like charge people a lot of money without giving them the value for it, right? That's not what I'm talking about. But I knew that what I was charging at the time was undercharging. And it was beginning to have me resent my work because I knew I was giving so much more value than what I was charging. I, it, was, I, it was time. I needed to raise my rate. I was 
very confident in the work I could support my client with, the time I was going to save them, the money I was going to save them, the money they were going to make as a result of us working together. And so I left that exchange with that person. By the way, I I did not sign up for the $30,000 a month one-on-one coaching. But honestly, this is someone who's still on my list to work with because I think that she's incredible. She does incredible work. And honestly, the value is likely there. I haven't worked with her personally, but from people I know, the value is there. I know that probably sounds insane. I left that exchange like if she can do this, I can do this. Right. And so I went and I wrote down and you might have heard me talk about this before when you have these, any side of fears or limiting beliefs, I do a little exercise. I take a sheet of paper. I divide it in half. One half is all the beliefs I currently have. I can't charge that much. No one will ever pay that much. I'm not good enough. Um, it was a fluke. I'll never get another client. And then I write evidence of why that is not true. And when I say why that's not true, I mean, could I prove this in a court of law? 99% of the time when we're running our mind with what if, what if, or this is going to happen, or that's going to happen, or someone's going to think this, it's not something you'd be able to defend in a court of law. So we can say it's not 100% true and valid. And so on the other side of the paper, I write down real evidence of why this is not true. So I'm never going to get another client before. Well, I thought that after my first client and guess what? I got my second client. Someone and people are going to think that I'm greedy and whatever, right? I write down evidence of when clients have given me feedback of how I helped shift things for themselves, for their business and what impact that have. So I'm almost like coaching myself through this. And I remember just deciding that I'm the person who this is my rate. I'm already her. And how would that person show up to this call? How would that person make decisions about how they price? And honestly, I got on the call and I realized that I was actually still selling myself short. And in the midst of that call, a number came to me that I felt, Natanya, this is going to stretch you. It's going to be uncomfortable. And I remember saying the number and like, okay, we're going to embody this. This is just what it is. And I said it with confidence. And I truly do believe that my work was worth what I was raising to at that time. And the person was like, oh my gosh, that's it. Oh, great. I'm in. (laughs) I spent literally a week driving myself insane because I was so afraid to raise my rate right? Over all the things that I just talked about, all the limiting beliefs, all the fears, all the scarcity that I had going on. And so when you're thinking about, and I'm giving this example of of money and charging and your rates in your business, but this really can apply to anything. So when I think about what type of business I want, who do I want to be, what type of offers I want to put out, I decide instead of first trying to figure out how, 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 I've already done it. How does that person make decisions? What is that person researching? What is that person investing in to get to their next level? The person that's already done it is likely not coming from a place of scarcity, lack, and fear. They're coming from a place of, I've already done this. And so I'm going to make decisions from a point of confidence and empowered decisions for myself. And so whatever your goal is right now, I encourage you to start to ask yourself instead of what do I need to do? How do I need to do it first? Who do I need to become? How do I think if my identity shifts as that person? You know, there's something that often people will talk about when it comes to like manifestation. And so let's just say, for example, you want to lose 20 pounds, right? I had a baby last year. I wanted to lose some weight. 
instead of, oh my gosh, I've got to lose the 20 pounds. How am I going to lose the 20 pounds? How, I've already lost it. What decisions would I make if I was in the body, the size that I already wanted to be? How would I decide to nourish my body? Would I decide to go to the gym or would I decide to sit on the couch? If I already was the person who embodied my future version of myself, right? How does that person make decisions? And the how becomes so much easier because you're no longer insinuated with all this, I don't know, but what if this happens? And what if she judges me? And what if I fail? Because you're not deciding from that place. I was listening to a YouTube video. I think it was from Mel Robbins last week. And uh, she talks about a similar concept, a little different from the way that I've typically done it, but same concept in that whenever she is making a decision, she, before she was Mel Robbins and everyone knew her, she would look at a, a famous life coach in, in the industry and she would ask herself, what would this person do? And there was a time she referenced of, she got a request for an interview or someone forward her, forwarded her an opportunity about an interview. And she's like, oh, the deadline's expired. Oh, they're probably not going to pick me anyway. And when she asked herself, what would this person that she admired do? It's like that person would just respond because what do they got to lose, right? And so she responded and that interview ended up being the thing that catapulted her success and is the reason why now she has millions of followers and book deals and endorsements and public speaking engagements. But because she was making decisions from the future version of herself, in this case, she was referencing someone she admires that was further along in her current journey than she was at that time. So whatever way works for you, right? For me, it is literally stepping into the future version of Natanya. So for example, I know that at a certain point, Natanya will be making consistent six-figure months. And I know at a certain point, Natanya will be hosting events with thousands of people and helping support people, helping them step into who they're meant to be. I already know that. I've never done it. And so I could sit here and say, I don't know how. I've never done it before. It's not going to work. I'm going to fail. I'm not good enough. Or I can decide to take actions today from the future version of myself. If I was already hosting events with thousands of people, how would I show up when I'm on a podcast, when someone asks me to collaborate, when someone extends an opportunity that maybe I wouldn't have thought I was good enough if I just was coming from my current perspective, but if I'm already doing it, oh, now I have a whole different perspective of how I evaluate my decisions, my opportunities, conversations that I have, and that will accelerate the how. And so I encourage you this week to take a look at your current goals and take the how off the table just for a moment. Just take it off the table just for a moment. And I want you to ask yourself, if I've already done this, how do I think? Who do I need to become? What parts of my identity and how I self-identify need to shift if I've already accomplished this goal? Where am I maybe holding back right now because I'm coming from my current version of myself instead of the one that's already done it, right? Maybe you're afraid to go live on Instagram because you're worried you're going to be silly or one person's going to show up. But how would you decide if you'd already gone live a hundred times and you'd already had a hundred people on your live? You would just do it, right? You wouldn't ask all those questions. And so the how and the what and the steps all start to flow in when you just embody the version of you that's already accomplished the goal over and over again. I hope this was helpful for you. I hope this inspires you to maybe shift the way that you go about the things that you do over the coming days, the coming weeks, the coming months, and really know in the depths of your soul, 
I want you to physically take this on that whatever goal you have is already yours. It's not a matter of if, it's not a matter of how. All you're doing right now is just, it's coming. We don't know the date. You might not know exactly how it's gonna come together, but it's already, it's already mine. I don't have to worry about if. I don't have to worry about if I'm good enough, if it's gonna happen, if someone's gonna judge me. It's already mine. Anything that is for your greater good, that is not going to be detrimental to who you are as a human being on this earth, is meant for you, as long as you allow it. And the quickest way to allow it is to decide that it is already yours. I hope this episode gives you more clarity and proof that you can create a life you truly love. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review so we can continue to connect and serve those who are ready to use their ideas and experiences to positively impact the lives of others. If you want to connect more, follow me on Instagram at The Bravo Life.